What if the reason you can't express affection has nothing to do with being shy and everything to do with a lack of imagination? Have you ever been in a situation where there's someone in your life that you really care about? It could be a friend, a lover, a parent, someone really important to you. They love you, you love them. But when it comes time to express that affection you feel, whether it's through words, hugs, or kisses, for some reason, you just can't quite bring yourself to do it. Sound familiar? Well, today, we're going to explore the topic of why do we hesitate to show affection and how do we deal with that? You see, today's episode was actually inspired by a conversation I had last week. I was chatting with my friend Jenny, who you might remember from the dating apps episode. She was telling me how, even though she feels a lot of affection for people, she's always struggled to tell them, I love you. So I asked her, do you ever say it to your parents? To which she immediately replied, oh God, no, there's no way I could say that to my parents. So I asked, okay, how come? Have you tried? And she replied, no way, I can never do that. Okay, and why is that? Well, I grew up in a very traditional Chinese family where my parents never said those things to me, nor to each other. Okay, so what do you think would happen if you told your parents you loved them? Well, it'd be super awkward, and I just think they wouldn't be able to handle it. They certainly wouldn't say it back. You see, when someone is reluctant to show affection, it generally stems from one of the following three reasons. One, you fear rejection. Two, you're a part of a culture where affection is frowned upon. And three, either you and or the other person never experienced affection in your childhood. As you can see from Jenny's responses, she's actually dealing with all three of these problems. So what's the solution here? Well, I told Jenny three stories, one for each problem. Problem one, you fear rejection. A couple years ago, I was listening to an interview about the basketball player Allen Iverson, who's famous for being one of the most passionate and emotional athletes ever. In the interview, Iverson's teammates would talk about how he would just call them out of the blue and say, I love you. When I heard this, my first thought was, wow, that is so cool. But then I thought, wait a minute, why don't my guy friends say that to each other? Now, note that I specified guy friends, because I've never had any trouble saying I love you to my female friends. But saying it to a bunch of macho guys always felt far less natural. I mean, what if they don't want to say it back? Then I'd be the one weirdo telling his buddies he loves them, right? After all, haven't we been taught that men are supposed to be stoic and not show emotion? But then I thought, what's the worst thing that can happen? Okay, let's say I say it to one of the guys and he doesn't receive it well. Either he says nothing, which would be a bit uncomfortable, or he says something like, dude, why are you saying that? That's weird. Which would be a bit embarrassing, but 
not the end of the world. On the other hand, I thought about what's the consequence of me not saying it? Well, I have these four guys in my life that I truly love like my brothers. So if I don't say it, on my deathbed, one of my regrets is 100% going to be, you know, I wish I told the guys how much I love them. So really, what I'm doing is trading lifelong regret for mild potential embarrassment. Not a very good deal, right? So that day, I decided. From now on, every time I say goodbye to one of the guys, whether in person or on the phone, I tell them, I love you. And at first, as you'd expect from a bunch of macho guys, they were super awkward about it. Uh, uh, yeah, love you too, man. But as time went on, they eventually got used to it. And now, about two years later, I don't even need to initiate it anymore. For example, just the other day, one of them sent me a voice message. And at the end, he signed off by saying, Love you, man. Like it was the most natural thing in the world. After talking with them, it turns out every single one of them wants to express affection. And they all feel constrained by these antiquated male norms. But the problem is, no one wants to be the first person to do something different. No one wants to be a potential outcast. So if the reason you're not showing affection is due to a fear of rejection, keep this in mind. The other person is probably worried about the exact same thing. But ask yourself, what's more important? Potential embarrassment or certain regret? Problem number two. You're a part of a culture where affection is frowned upon. So I have this friend from Russia. Let's call her Natasha. Now, Natasha might be Russian in nationality, but certainly not in personality. Ask any Russian person whether it's normal for a Russian girl to constantly be smiling like she just won the lottery, and I'm guessing they'll tell you, Nyet. Now, when Natasha used to live in Moscow, every day she would go to this cafe. And every day, she'd flash a big smile at the owner and say, Hi! But the owner, like all the other customers there, was both grumpy and just flat out not interested in interacting with anyone. But despite this, Natasha refused to conform. Every day, she'd go to the cafe with a big smile on her face and make conversation with the owner. Now, initially, he found her to be a bit of a nuisance. But Natasha was not deterred. Day after day, she'd return to the cafe with the same smile and the same positivity. And eventually, Natasha's unwavering enthusiasm simply wore the man down. So, slowly by slowly, he started opening up and chatting with her. And not long after that, this grumpy old man even started smiling. But even more unbelievable than that was the fact that simply by talking to this one man, Natasha started a chain reaction. Because over time, Natasha started noticing that the other customers in the cafe were also smiling and talking to each other. Before Natasha, the culture of the cafe 
was cold and distant. But the writer Mitch Albom has a saying. If you don't like the culture, change the culture. With just her smile and a little determination, Natasha managed to change the culture. Problem three. Either you and or the other person never experienced affection in your childhood. So just like Jenny, I grew up with traditional Chinese parents. But maybe because my parents sent me to boarding school at a young age, living with a bunch of Canadian kids, unlike our friend Jenny, I actually turned out to be very affectionate. What can I say? Canadians are huggers. My parents, on the other hand, had experienced zero affection in their childhood. So the first time I came back from boarding school and hugged my mom, she didn't really know what to do. So she just kind of stood there and did nothing. But over time, she'd slowly learned to awkwardly hug me back a little bit. My dad, on the other hand, grew up in a family where my grandfather was extremely strict and handed out far more physical punishment than affection. So for years, I would hug my dad, and the most he'd do is reluctantly stand there and let me hug him without ever reciprocating. But a couple years ago, after a very bad breakup, I went to stay with my parents for a bit. And at the end of that stay, as I was about to head to the airport, as usual, I went and gave my mom a hug. And she kind of sort of hugged me back in her own awkward Chinese way. Then, as I prepared to lean forward to hug my dad, something happened that I will never, ever forget. You see, during my time with my parents, I spent a lot of time talking to my dad. And my dad's never seen me that sad before. So he could tell that I was going through something very difficult. So this time, before I could even lean forward to hug him, my father, for the very first time, opened up his arms to hug me. Now, to put into context how rare and shocking this is, imagine seeing an Italian grandma put ketchup all over her pasta. Now, multiply that shock by a hundred. To see my dad go so far out of his comfort zone to show me affection when I so desperately needed it, it absolutely broke me. And I remember sobbing for the entire ride to the airport. Because, of course I knew my dad loved me, but not in a million years that I think he was capable of something like that. So, if you're someone who struggles to express affection, it's okay. I get it. If you grew up never seeing it at home, or if it's socially frowned upon in your culture, it's totally normal that you'd struggle. And if you're hesitant because you're worried about rejection, hey, who isn't, right? But if you're going to take away one thing from this episode, it's this. Whatever the personality, whatever the upbringing, whatever the culture, if you just give people a chance, you'd be surprised how much they can change. If grumpy Russian cafe owners can start smiling at customers, 
If a bunch of macho Canadian dudes can casually say "I love you" to other men, if my traditional Chinese dad can go against every instinct in his body just because his son needed a hug, if all these people can change their attitude about giving affection, then maybe you can change your attitude about giving them a chance. Because remember, if you don't like the culture. Change the culture. If you were able to get some value out of today's episode, please pay it forward and send it to someone else that you think it can help. My name is Steve. Thank you so much for listening to Slightly Less Clueless. Take care, and I'll see you next time.